0: To the people, what's up, y'all? Appreciate y'all joining in. I just sent that invite to uh, see He's coming. Here he is. All right. All right, I'm back. Perfect. Good, good, good. All right, um, let's see. So, shit bro, you ready to get started? Man, let's do it. All right, bet. So, before I even start with the intro, why don't we start with the intro? So, welcome to the No One Cares Podcast. Thanks, to everybody who's tuning in. Uh, a show for creators of color, where we talk about creative struggles. Music, social issues, pop culture, and much more. As always, I'm your host, Devin, the one who cares the most. You can find me on Devin, No One Cares, on all socials and all that good stuff. Um, if you haven't as well, make sure that you, you know, subscribe or whatever they do on like Spotify and Apple and all that shit, and follow me on there and all that kind of jazz. Um, so yeah, today's guest is somebody who I've actually been, um, I think I've been, I've been following them for a while. Um, rather it was just kind of checking out life is dope and things like that. Um, just been seeing this man work and his, his, some of the work that he's done, whether he knew it or not, was actually pushing me to do some stuff, podcast stuff, reach out, you know, kind of push the boundaries of the things that I hold my, myself back on. Um, and it just so happens, as you can see, we're all in quarantine and everybody should have their ass at home. So, or in the car. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, we're doing things a little different. We're going to try to actually push out some content and create Rona and, um, do it through. You know Instagram Live and things like that, and see how it works. So today I have Word. with me the home of graffiti, correct? Hey, I keep saying graph. I to, That's a rapper. Do you, do you? I want to say make some noise. I forgot nobody is around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's changing already, bro. It's already changing. Um. Ooh. Yeah. Do you, Do you go by graffiti or graph, or does it matter?
1: Graffiti is good.
0: Graffiti. Okay. Bad. 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 Um. Let's see, bro. Before we kind of get started, you know, because this is actually our first time, I guess, virtually meeting each other. Um, Right. (laughs) I guess maybe just kind of uh, tell me a little bit about yourself and, um, you know, kind of take me into the minor graffiti. Also, real quick, I'm sorry. Before you do that, happy anniversary. Mm -hmm. Hey. Super dope. You know what I'm saying? I know things have
2: to be really dope.
1: Yeah, word, 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 man. Thank you. Appreciate that. Um, So you said Into the Mind of Graffiti. Um, I'm a man of many hats, bro. Uh, I like to just use the word creative or just creative hustler because I do a lot. But in general, um, graphic designer, visual designer, I uh, do brand strategy, media personalities. You may know from Life's Dope Podcast and uh, radio, radio host, event host. Event producer, your local neighborhood guy. Like <laughs> if you need it done, I, I get it done. You know what I mean? I'm 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 a professional dot connector or whatnot.
0: Bet. That's dope. That's and dope. That's, how you, that's well me. shit. With all that being said, how are you getting through uh, these times right now? And we'll touch more on the romance oh, shit I'm later, but honest.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be honest, man, this isn't too different than my regular everyday life. Um I'm an introvert. <laughs> so I'll be in the house anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and I mean I work from home. The only difference is the fact that I got my family at home all day too. Mm. Um that's that's kinda you got that's kids? different. And I got four. I got a of kids.
0: You got, you got a little school <laughs> over there. Principal, vice principal, man. That's why students. I'm in a, that's why I'm in the car, man. Shit, you're <laughs> gonna be able to hear this in the house.
1: <laughs> For real.
0: That's crazy. But no, man, honestly,
1: outside of like, you know, we'll talk about the, the actual virus and all that. But outside of that, man, like just not being able to take the kids out is yeah. the only thing that's been different. That you know what I mean? But yeah, 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 yeah. But aside from that, man, been holding up. How about you?
0: Um, been holding up pretty well. Before I tell you that real quick, do you know how to get rid of like how to like on my end, how I could like hide the comments that show up? Not hide them like, delete man, them. but I, like.
1: That's a good question. Uh know. I never went live before to be honest with you. Word?
0: Ever. I bet. We we in this shit together. I think I fixed it. I bet. Okay, cool. Um it's it's different for me because I'm definitely like working from home. Um and mm-hmm. I think you know, I usually I try to I try to separate my focuses. So like I'll work from home. I mean, I work and like go to the office, do my work there, clock in, clock out. When I clock out, I'm into a whole different space. Now I'm worried about my creative stuff. I'm worried about the podcast or like, okay, now separate time for like Ru black or separate times to just like relax, be with friends and shit like that. Right. And, and now everything is, I don't, I try not to go out too much, but now everything's very like, appreciate that Devin. Uh, now everything's very like confined in a one space and I have to break up my life like mentally on my own. So like, okay, Devin, you're working from mm. nine to four. Okay, like, don't get distracted during that. Okay, now you're gonna, and it's like, it's, I don't know, it's, it's weird. So, no, that
1: makes sense for sure. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, man.
0: Yeah, it's exactly,
1: yeah, I don't know. It's been the theme of all of this
0: for sure. But what we'll, I think we'll touch on I want to touch on that kind of just. A little more, but we'll t- we'll touch on that later. Let's, let's talk about some like nice shit, you know, some uplifting shit a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, man. Let's talk about some happy shit. Man. For sure, bro. A hundred percent. Um, let's see. So, as most of everybody knows, a lot of new music has dropped. Um, in the past two, even though we've been on like quarantine and shit's been locked down, these artists have been dropping shit like crazy, and it's almost like a perfect time because now more than ever, I feel like people are playing music and streaming music. So I think it's a perfect right. timing for sure. all that, but. Um, let's see what album I want to talk about first. Um, Donald Glover's album, I think it's called 31520. Have you heard it yet?
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so right, okay. on on first listen, I was like, yes, I'm a Donald Glover fan. So I was hyped. I was like, where where are we going with this? Where are we going with this? Mm-hmm. And then the shit got really, really weird. Okay. Really, really fast. Uh-huh. But kept, kept listening, kept listening. <laughs> and then uh it started it started jamming and then it got weird again
2: mm, <laughs> so right. i
1: had to put it i had to put it away for a little bit and then i went back to it but i like it man i, I like that donald isn't afraid to uh explore different sounds and kind of just do whatever the fuck he wants to do big facts uh, so you got to appreciate that for sure how about you
0: did it before i say how i felt did you at any well yeah. do you remember what What point like when you were like, oh, this is dope. Okay, it's just getting weird. Oh, this is dope. Like, do you remember what song it was that kind of broke the, the barriers for you?
1: <clears throat> yeah, I remember the song, but I had actually listened to the album. You know, he dropped it for like 48 hours or something yeah. before it disappeared. Mm-hmm. So I listened to the ripped version of that and it Same. wasn't in order.
0: Yes, exactly. Yeah, order. So, uh,
1: yeah, yeah. So the version I listened to, once it got to that one track, um, it sounded like some old like country folk type shit. Oh man, I want to click I off. I feel of like this I know connection. exactly what you're
0: saying. Let me see.
1: The ah, barrel of hair
0: or whatever, something like that. I'm
1: going to show you know how the
0: mood is. Dope. That shit. Oh, right that there. song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That whole track list is weird. I so me. I can't even tell you what song it is. Yeah. They're all by numbers. I don't know the name of the song. It's like the fucking number or something.
2: Yeah.
1: But I was like, okay, I see what you're doing with it. And then. It got weird again. <laughs> it was just like long instrumentals and no lyrics. But I don't know, man. I like it. You got to be in a in a mode to to listen to that, though.
0: I was just about to say the same. little uh, Littlefoot. There we go. Yeah, that's the there song. That's, that's the song. Um, I was just about to say honestly, with with Donald Glover, there's I have no expectation with him. Like even since day Ooh. one, I've never had expectation because he's never given me the reason to like have an expectation. Like Camp right. was way different than. Um, because the internet. Because the internet was so much different than uh, Awaken My Love. And then this album is even... Right. I mean, this one, it feels a little bit more like accumulative with some of the things that he's done that like, you can kind of feel hints of because of the internet and Awaken My Love. But it's still like a right. whole different a like, whole different thing. So when I played it, and I'm a big Don Glover fan too, like real big. Um, and I played it... When I played the, the, the stripped version... Not the stripped version. Yeah. Like somebody had listened... Had played had downloaded it from the website right. and put it on that yeah. piff and i was like okay yeah, i think we, got- we all had that version yeah yeah no we definitely all did I was like, okay that piff coming in clutch again whatever so i um listened to it and i liked it but it kind of had to it had to sit and like marinate with me yeah. a little bit and then the official version came out and you know it just sounds different sounds more clear everything's in order and it makes more sense to me now that it's in order Right. so like right. i heard it the first time i was like oh this is good it's, it, it is different it is different it's gonna have to be something that sits and then um my homie uh devon who's in here sent me a letter that he had posted um when he dropped the album like on his page and it kind of broke down mm-hmm. like where the album came from and why it was like a certain way and like the kind of the concept of it in a way oh word and then i played the album out. again and it was just like it made sense. I was able to hear the lyrics a little bit more clear, and I like. I honestly, I liked it a lot all the way through. I've been playing it all the way through. It does get. I can see how some people can say it gets weird during certain parts because yeah. there, it is just like "Awaken My Love." It is a little bit different. It's actually more different to me than "Awaken My Love," like. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's a whole yeah. different kind of style, but it, I, I liked it. It was it was pretty good. What were some of your favorite tracks? Like you can you can just say like the song words from the song. Cause I know we you don't know yeah. the names of the shit.
1: Right, definitely that big foot, little foot. Um, I really liked uh, damn, <laughs> how do you say this? You're not knowing the track. Um,
0: <laughs> well, you to sing it, rap, rap it, talk it.
1: And, yeah, every, every song is the the song that sounded like, but the one uh, about because of the violence, for example, yeah, the, kids, uh, it's I, I say yeah. the violence,
0: it's like the It's I think it's called forty-seven, forty-eight. I think I'm guessing that right, but
1: that might be my favorite track on there, especially right now.
0: Same. I actually did a I did an Instagram post the other day with like some lyrics from that song. I think that song is dope. What? What else I liked about this too was that like a, a lot of the song for long, which I kind of miss long songs because now songs are so short these yeah. days. And then um I thought that that violent song they were talking about was gonna be the last song because like, oh this is kind of like a nice ending. Yeah. You know his kids at the end and all that stuff. And then. I heard the next song, and the next song sounded like a rise of energy, but like it sounded like, to me, it sounded like a rise of energy, but then a fade into the sunset, the way it kind of like ended. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, okay. Cause like he comes in, it's like a lot of energy, and he's like yelling and screaming. And then, like, the hook is more like, you know, I, uh, you know, I've done what I wanted to. And it's like, I don't know, it's real like send off ishy in a way.
2: Yeah, yeah. But the last, no, that makes sense. There
0: we go. Okay, yeah, well, man. MT, welcome to No, no One no Cares a Cribs, You know what I'm saying? Look at the garage I'm and jazz. To... I ain't trying to kill the car battery. <laughs> yeah, no, please don't kill your car battery for this, please. Even though you shouldn't be really going nowhere. But... <laughs> yeah, no, right. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, yeah. Overall, I thought I thought it was, I, I honestly think it was a really good album. I'm a I'm a big fan of like that different kind of sound and just artists being experimental or experimental, whatever you want to call it. So I think. Um, mm-hmm. I think he's in, I think he did it, did it again for me. Um, if I had to rate it, my ratings are real biased because yeah, yeah, like, I really fucked with it. So I probably say about a nine or eight point five out of ten for me. it because you fucked
1: with Childish or because you fucked with the album.
0: I honestly think it's how I fucked with the album. I would say because I fucked with Childish, but when I see what I've been listening to mostly, I have been playing this album. Like I've been playing it a lot. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it's just like, I think it's just one of those albums for me that's just so different from everything that's come out. It it allows my mind to go into a space that I literally physically can't get into. Like, I can't go outside. I can't really go outside and go out and enjoy this in the mountains and shit. So it just takes my mind out, like, spiritually and and, and just like mentally. And I think that's making it even better for me. But that's just how my mind works. I'm weird.
1: No, for sure. And I think that's one of the reasons I need to get back to it and like really. Focus and like I kind of listened to it and then went back to it and listened to it but then there was so much going on
2: mm-hmm. it was just
1: like man let me you know I started breezing through other music and I didn't really live with it long enough to say I love it or not yeah um but i definitely go back to it and check it out
0: random question do you does your kids like taste in music influence you at all like like, like would if your kids like something does that make you like uh, it a little bit more
1: uh no um, probably, <laughs> <Yeah>. probably, <laughs> probably because of my kids ages. Um, mm-hmm. so I got a 12 year old, I got an almost eight year old, a five year old and a two year old. So Different. the 12 year old, of course, is the one, you know, he'll put me up on new little, whatever, little <laughs> Tylenol or whoever,
0: a Little and, uh, <laughs> like
1: certain yeah. things I'd be like, yeah, cool. Cause I, I listen, you know, I'll still listen to that too. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah yeah nah nah. (laughs) i'm not really i'm not really trying to be on tiktok you know busting the renegade
0: all them dances look the same (laughs) the same as hell bro Mm.
1: yeah man nah i'll stick to my washed ass grown man rap
0: (laughs) but uh but what would you rate what would you rate the album if you had to kind of give your personal touch on it
1: right now i give it a a, i give it an eight um i'm really biased when when i rate albums too Mm -hmm. um but I, am honest as well. Uh, I love childish. I love the fact that he's creative. He can, he can do different things and isn't scared. And then, like you said, yeah, we don't expect anything from him because it's like, oh shit, childish. Like he just There's put out option. some new music. is whatever. Yeah. We wasn't really expecting. Yeah, yeah. So I give it an eight for the creativity, for the sound. Like I said, I got to really get back to it and and live with it.
0: Bad, but, bad. Yeah, yeah Definitely gonna be one album to take some um, living uh, living with. And speaking of that. I think for me, yeah. this party next door album is going to take some living with me too for a little bit. Have you heard it yet?
1: Yeah. So, All right, it just dropped. It. So I skimmed, I skimmed through it, was checking it out a little bit, and mm-hmm. I've been anticipating a party album. Like I'm not a fan like that, like that. Same. But I like, I like his sound. Um, right now a lot of stuff is monotonous, so it's kind of like something different. And yeah, it was one of those. The mood got to be
0: right. Yes. <laughs> to listen. To this. It's definitely not it's the vibe not really right the now, problem. unfortunately. Like this is not no. like when niggas have to be locked down inside. I can't say we necessarily trying yeah. to survive vibe out the party next door unless you got the lights in your crib and shit, like the lights that change colors. Yeah, nah.
1: Yeah, nah. this ain't the COVID music for for sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> nah, for real. I mean, it, it was nice to hear him drop music though, like four years later Ooh. or whatever. You know what I mean? But um,
1: I, I was interested to see what he did after the after the weekend drop. That's yes. kind of really what. You know, I was focused on but.
0: Let's see, we both fuck with the Joe Biden yeah. podcast. I knew we'd be a little we meant to be in a <laughs> yeah. similar way. I Actually, it. yeah, subliminally we've created
1: that competition between those two because of because of Joe and him.
0: Yeah. And did, did it <laughs> yeah. feel like Drake gave a little bit more big ups to party than he did to the weekend?
1: Oh absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I feel like he really took party as as like his his understudy, like it was really pushing Party.
0: He went on live with them and shit last night. I, I that, that part is cut out, but I saw that he had jumped on live with Party and they like posting his album and shit, and I was like, okay. Right. Let's see, hold on real quick. Yeah. Devin said, Weekend and P&D both mid, but Weekend got a couple of bops, to be honest. I, he summed up my whole take on it.
1: Yeah, it's definitely mid. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> definitely mid. <laughs> but it's like the mid that you can tolerate, you know what I mean?
2: Like, Yeah, i got going to get you by.
0: Right. I was telling my friend the other day that the one thing about party to me is that a lot of people, and this is not just for party, but this is for a lot of artists. A lot of artists hold on to the first and second albums of artists that was like the best. So like, you're going to always want the old weekend back. You're going to always want the old party next door. Same thing over Big Sean, who we'll get into next. But you are going to always want that old music. But artists are like people. They're like us. They grow. The sounds change. They want to do something different. You know what I mean? And so- Right. For me, when I got into this Party Next Door album, I was like, okay, it's going to be nothing like I expected. I do the same thing with The Weeknd. I'm like, I can't have any expectations going into the shit because if I do, I'm probably going to get disappointed at track one because The Weeknd's mm-hmm. album sounded like you could play that shit at Forever 21 and let that shit go and you wouldn't even know it was The Weekend <laughs> album. And then Party Next Door shit just right. felt really islandy, and I like it, but it's a different kind of vibe for a different kind of time, place. It may hit harder yeah. in a non-COVID That's summer. outside
1: summertime music. Yeah. yeah.
0: No, hundred percent. Even that Rihanna song was a little bit of a letdown.
1: Yeah, just not. It's not the vibe for that right now.
0: Yeah, and I i, I expected when you see featuring Rihanna, you're like, oh shit, Rihanna hook, like, right. like a verse or something. And then she just ten words or less on a repeat, and I was like, all right, fuck it. Right. I'm like Rihanna, really not trying to give us no music.
1: Yeah, no, nah, she ain't worried about fucking with no music right now. Yeah,
0: she goes, I just fucking giving us that fancy. Um. <laughs> But yeah, I think that album, I think it's kind of fun to rate albums, so I'll ask you for a rating on that one too, but I, I think this one's going to be a 6 out of 10 for me. 6 out of six. 10, first listen, it's got to sit a little bit more, but I don't see it getting any higher than a 6 for me.
1: Yeah, no, I was going to say 5.
0: 5, yeah. It's, I, I guess just because I appreciate him putting out music, so it, it'll be nice to go to to listen to like Party, but just knowing that it probably won't get any better than what he just put out, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, okay. It's just going to be mid. And if it
1: was Party, I would probably say like Three or four.
0: Exactly. <laughs> no, hundred percent. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but speaking of, and I, I and I'll, I'll take the transition. I'll I'll make it seem like it's good music because to me, this Don Toliver album, Heaven or Hell.
2: Oh yeah. Oh yeah, Don. Toliver's you go fire. first. You
0: go first.
1: No, Don Tolliver's fire. Like uh, I forget what the first song I heard from him was, but I loved it. And then I heard him on Jack Boys. I'm like, okay, out of this group, he's the one. Yeah. Like I like Travis, but I really, I really fuck with Don Toliver.
0: He's like passing the torch off. It feels like, and Don Toliver is the perfect person for that torch because he's not, his- and he's doing it right
1: because yeah. he's not just a Travis clone. You know what I mean? Like they got the similar sound, but he got his own vibe.
0: Exactly, because I yeah, no, just about to say that. You took the words out of my mouth, bro. Like they have a similar vibe where you can tell they kind of fit with the same camp, but yeah, different enough to be like, oh, this is not Travis Scott. Like, mm-hmm. like this the sound. Donald Tolliver is a little bit more melodic, sings a little bit more, just different kind of energy to it. And I feel like sometimes right. Don Tolliver, I don't know, Don Tolliver sometimes brings a little bit more Houston energy. And maybe that's because he's fresh out of Houston, but I feel like he's bringing that energy right. a little bit more musically, as in Travis Scott has kind of developed his own world to where, like, you can hear the influence, but you gotta yeah. find the influence.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Travis definitely transitioned more into like a world sound. Yeah. Versus Don Tolliver, you still. You can hear that hunger in him because he's so fresh and new. Yes. Um, so, hopefully, he keeps that for a while. But we know how that goes.
0: Exactly. And Tra- <laughs> if Travis Scott was smart, he would keep expanding Jack Boys after this because oh, sure. if you look at the if you look at the Dreamville, if you look at the quality controls and shit, if you look at TDE, like they're expanding little by little, but they're like power moves. Mm-hmm. And like Sheck West right West right. is.
1: Hey man, I kind of thought Sheck was gonna be something for a minute.
0: I did. I mean, like. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. I that the one song grew on me. That one song that was like super popular. I forgot what it's called. Um, uh. <laughs> I got Damn those. I yeah, 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 yeah. That song was a vibe. Song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he just didn't like. He can't. What? He just can't rap. He just like it's like a, he's more of an. It's more of an energy than it is like a lyrical thing.
1: What? That's a lot of niggas, bro. It is. That's a
0: lot of niggas. I know, but I just I can't. There's <laughs> some shit that I can like learn to grow with and be like, oh, this, this is not bad. This is not bad. But like with him, I'm yeah. just like man. Mo Bamba. That's what it's called. Mo Bamba. Mo Bamba. Yeah. He just. I just. Yeah, yeah. He just. To me, I need too much around his his sound and his his artistry to enjoy him. And I'm just like, if I need all that around you to make me listen to you, wow, Jake or Blake.
1: Goddamn, you mad aggressive here, <laughs> <one more>, Blake? <laughs> if I. <laughs> <laughs> to shut the whole
0: conversation. <laughs> I feel a text. It's like I need to call 911 on this bitch. I feel like I need to report oh, this. Man. Good
1: Girl, lord. Got y'all bold out here. Yeah, that was hey,
0: what was we just, talking about? <laughs> I don't know. I was call the N word. I'm triggered, bro. Um, nah, no, no,
1: Don Tolliver, man. Fire, Don
0: Tolliver. Yeah. <laughs> Don Tolliver. He yeah. um that album is fire, bro. I mean, I don't know if you've seen some of his videos. To some of these songs but even the videos are they follow a certain theme but they're dope and this whole this yeah. whole album would go really hard in concert
1: oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah Studying music for sure
0: and this feels like also it feels like do you remember when drake took kendrick lamar on tour yes this rem- this reminds me of that because don talver was supposed to go on tour with the weekend sabrina and claudio and mm. i feel like if they take him on tour and he performs this album oh yeah out of here oh yeah setting them up for victory big facts bro big facts um i think some of my favorite tracks were after party after party was definitely a favorite that whole vibe is different mm-hmm. they sample a certain song but i can't remember what the sample is i want to say Six mafia but i don't think it's Six mafia i can't remember who it is but um yeah bro that song was dope candy was super dope candy was super dope to me because it was that it was mainly like a hook that was going through the song. Yeah, yeah. But right. just like the way he would say it and the, the beat, they complimented each other so well, like you just didn't even notice that he was saying the same fucking hook the whole song. <laughs> right. <laughs> but that shit was super dope. No, nah, um, After Party's yeah.
1: probably, my, probably my top choice right now.
0: Yeah. After parties. like... I can see that just being dropped and People just going crazy. Like... Yeah. Super fucking nuts. Um, but yeah, to me, and I'm, I'm going to do a rating on this album and then we'll get into the last music piece but to me heaven or hell from Don Tolliver I found out that Don Tolliver I used to play him on the podcast a while back because I was looking for like mm. Texas artists and shit And so I would play some of his music from like uh, his 2018 project Donnie Womack and um hearing this album bro I, and maybe maybe it's a Texas bias I don't know but I'm gonna say 10 out of 10 because I didn't I didn't really find a skip mm i didn't really find a skip like front to back i i, I liked every song i found myself like really being in every song every single that yeah. delivered felt like the album And the singles once you heard the album didn't feel out of place right i was like yeah uh, what do you think don't let me influence your decision bro no
1: nah, it's hard for me to give any album a 10 like to get a 10 for me like it gotta be some shit that i know i'm about to just listen to forever mm. you know what i mean like a lot of this shit that dropped it, it sounded good on first listen it might sound good a few weeks from now but like i can't say 10 what are some 10s, um, for you? What are some 10s? yeah uh, uh everything in kendrick's catalog mm. um right now i'll give that royce the new royce uh allegory i'll give that a 10 10
0: did you I'll give did you shit. give um a lot. did you give the Book Orion a 10?
1: Yes, I okay. love that album, man. I love it. And I'm a Royce fan, so like when Book of Ryan dropped, I'm like, yes, we finally got like the best of Royce. Yeah. And then he furthered that and expounded with Allegory.
0: Yeah, so that's super good.
1: Recent, I'll give that a 10. Yeah, but um Don Telebra, I'll probably give it an
0: eight. eight? I'll, give it a, I'll give a, it a that. strong eight. Strong eight? Yeah, yeah. I feel that. Yeah, I think, like I said, I think the 10 for me was just, I think, piece of that 10 is just me being a fan of Don Tolliver, but then, like, finally seeing, like, these Texas ain't had a run in a long time, bro. Texas ain't had a run in a long time. So to see these artists coming out and, like, doing big shit, like, to see, you know, he's been working for a long time, to see him get with the Jack Boys and to see him drop his album and to get that shine and go on tour, it's like, yes, we have another Houston artist coming right, up to like kind right, right. of get that shit started. So yeah, I think that's what that's probably what like the I probably would have gave him a nine, but that extra one was from that like Texas like yeah the
2: Houston yeah, bias.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was that shit. But right. um the last music piece that we'll kinda of get into and um I don't know how big of a big Sean fan you are, no pun intended. But um did you see the Detroit 2 trailer that he dropped?
1: Yes. I'm hyped. You're hyped. I fuck with Sean, man, and I feel like now, like this is an asshole thing to say, but I feel like when artists are going through some shit mm-hmm. and they're they they got like fucking mental health issues going on, mm-hmm. and they're making the music in the midst of that, they make the fireest album. So I think we're about to get a vulnerable Big Sean that was like hurt over Janae and in his feelings and fucking angry, and it's gonna be fire. Now, mm. the production has to match it though. Yes, that's that's the only thing.
0: I did hear today he did a interview with or Instagram live with um Elliot Wilson and he did say yeah. that Hit Boy produced like damn near 85 to 90 percent of his album. Oh, work. Yeah, so that has me excited. okay. Yeah, hmm? yeah, that has me super excited. That's because, gonna be fire, yes, very much so because um. To me, his last pro- two projects didn't really do it for me. I didn't find myself going back to him so much. Um, I haven't found myself really going back to yeah, his nah. projects. so much. Do you count the one with uh, Metro?
1: You count the one with Metro? Boom?
0: No. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't. I don't count that as a, yeah, a joint. That. Yeah, that's a joint for sure. Um, but yeah. Dark Sky Paradise to me was has been his like most strongest, solid effort since um, other than these past two albums. Because like when I think about Dark Sky Paradise, and I was listening to it yesterday. Even his radio shit still sounded good. Even the radio hits, like mm-hmm. yeah, the one with Tiger and Chris Brown, not Tiger, the one with uh, the Tidal sign and Chris Brown, that shit oh, still yeah. sounded good. Like, I was like, damn, this is such a good album compared to the last two. And then right. I got nervous when he said this, he's calling this shit Detroit 2.
1: Mm. No, that means he's confident. confident. Yeah, that means he's confident. He might be back on that shit.
0: It might that's what makes me nervous is the might <laughs> like like detroit was so fucking good and and he talked about it today like detroit was so fucking good that detroit too has to be out of here and it not only has to be out of here because the detroit won but it has to be out of here because mm-hmm. your last two albums i feel like for just a majority of people who listen to your music it wasn't really connecting yeah. you know what i'm saying so it's like there's so much pressure on big sean shoulders right now to deliver after this long hiatus coming off of 2088 your mental health problems the verses and singles that you dropped like there's so much pressure on him right and i don't know if he can i don't know if he can i i would, but you at know? the same time,
1: though, the the scene and the landscape of music has changed like it's it's a lot of pressure you know from us fans that have been around like i've been listening to sean since like shit Big nut buzz they doing- <laughs> like I really, <laughs> I, I really, I, I really fuck with Sean. So like, just like the it's chains, a lot of pressure from sh- us, calls, just,
0: the power chains. Yeah
1: yeah, 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 yeah. So I think it's a lot of pressure from us, but just musically, like I don't know if people are that invested anymore. If that makes sense, like yeah, all right, we honest. hope it's good, but if it's not, some other shit dropped today too. So yeah,
0: but, you
1: know yeah. what I mean, because <laughs> like, that's kind of how. Yeah, not to change it off, Sean, but that's kind of how I felt about that Jeezy album that dropped today.
0: I heard, but I didn't hear that yet.
1: I listened to it, like the shit was jamming, but it was just like, I It's
0: not the same Jeezy.
1: Trap beats again. Yeah, like mentally, I'm not in Thug Motivation 101 mode. (laughs) Like the vibe, you know what I mean? Like the vibe just wasn't how it used to be, but it was like, all right, cool, it's some new Jeezy. Let me skip this shit to check out Joyner. Like, I don't know if we really care so much now you know what I
0: mean yeah I feel that and I and I, but that's I, maybe that well first of all also I also want to say it's funny because I saw people putting like Shaq when he was with the Celtics and then putting Jeezy's face over it that shit <laughs> was hilarious um but I feel the same way about Big Sean I don't know how invested people are into Big Sean anymore and in a way it's a smart move because I think Big Sean should want to create that like disconnection from his fans just to kind of freshen shit up right. and then come back with whatever he has to offer but then at the same time it's also just like that's like another bit of pressure. Like now that we're disconnected mm. from you, if you don't deliver, we really I mean like not we, but they may really not fuck with you. Yeah, but yeah. I think people are always gonna fuck with Big Sean. Period. Like I'm always gonna be a Big Sean Ooh. fan of him because I'm a fan of him as a person. So it's like right, that connection is sure. always gonna be there. That
1: makes a difference too. If you yeah. like the person. That makes a huge difference. That makes it because we'll difference find a reason too. to pretend like it's good if it's not.
0: Bam. <laughs> yes. When, um, I try yeah. not to. I try not to. But. But it's yeah. you know how it goes. You know, how it goes. <laughs> but yeah, I'm 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 excited. I don't know when it's gonna drop. The last thing I heard about it in that interview with Elliot was when he said, um, he's waiting for a couple more, um, I think clearances and things to get finished, mm-hmm. and once those things pass, he's gonna, yo, I'm, Blake, I'm tired of you in these hot takes right now. You see that shit? He said that that what did he say?
1: Thug motivation one oh one better album than 87% of Nas's catalog. As a Nas fan, I'm not going to disagree, but I'm not going
0: to argue with you, Blake. (laughs) God damn. Is is, is Young Jeezy hitting that hard? Like, harder than Classic Nas? Classic Jeezy.
1: Mm -hmm. The hip-hop curious (laughs) in me does not say this shit out loud, but look at Nas's catalog. Nas is one of my favorite rappers of all time, but Classic Jeezy? One-on-one? Yeah. On one?
0: That's a conversation that needs to be had. That that's just different, a debate.
1: Bro. That shit's just different. Especially, yeah.
0: I will say both yeah. legends in their own right, though. For sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. For sure. Um, I don't even know why he did that. <laughs> Blake's been coming in here causing fucking trouble. And I don't know how, but the next time that I hop into one of his fucking movie parties or some shit, I'm just going to like... Post ass pics. I'm gonna do some like crazy shit and just fuck yeah, up in this fucking piss vibe. Hell yeah, and it's fucking shit. over for you in these streets, Blake. It's fucking over for you, bro. I hope you're ready for this. Um, Put a
1: digital out <laughs> in these digital streets.
0: <laughs> whenever we're back in the public, bro. Whenever we're out in the fucking GP, popping. Going down. Um, Sneeze on you, son. For real.
2: <laughs> yeah, <I'm>
0: terrorist threats <laughs> and shit out here. <laughs> But um I I wanna do I do speaking of sneezing, I do want to talk about some like quarantine shit and how that's affecting Be our mind and stuff. But before I do that, there's a question I actually wanted to ask is personally. Um Life is Dope has done is, hmm? it's you and who else for Life Is Dope podcast.
1: So it's me and my guy uh Davey, Davey okay. boy, Davy Remakes, David Reed shows to my guy.
0: And um what who's some of like, the bigger the bigger names that y'all I've done shows with?
1: Ooh, so we've had Bum B, we've had Kid Capri, um, we've had Rotimi from Power, um, we've had David Banner, we've had the porn star Cassidy Banks, which is my favorite episode, personally. Um,
0: <laughs> Your wife's like, what you say on our anniversary Talk about this, girl?" <laughs>
1: <laughs> we've had uh, Maul from Joe Budden we've had, man, it's it's the mayor. Some we've had some fucking names,
0: bro. I, mean, I think that's what I was getting to. That's right. that some fucking name. Like me seeing, and I'll, I'll be 100% honest with you, me seeing your show was like your show to me is what I hope my content is for others. And that's like showing people who like I can resonate mm-hmm. with, to look like me, who are in the same city and shit. And I'm like, yo, that's possible? Like, you can really do that? Like, they'll actually right. fuck with you? Like, damn, maybe I should just shoot my shot. Maybe like, I should blue. try. Because... Mm-hmm. That's my hardest thing. After a while, I was, you know, I, my whole setup. I got like my Zoom recorder, my mic. My whole shit's in my backpack for a reason, just for one day I can just pull up and do my shit. And I can't afford a studio, so that makes it a little bit different because a lot of people want to go to a space. But um, mm-hmm. I guess my it's a two part question. One is how was it doing an episode with Mall and like how did how do y'all get in touch with these people to actually say something to you like to be like yeah we're down.
1: Work so um, the first question Mall's dope. <laughs> that episode was cool and we actually did that on my birthday last year so that made it even better um, that was really cool that that boosted us a lot numbers wise because a lot of people listen to Joe Button, so we were able to kind of just play off of their crowd with that right. um, and then the second half of the question very good question um, honestly bro there's no like a lot of people ask me that and I always explain like a lot of the guests if not all of them we book just off just personal relationships. So like networking is everything, bro. Like I drive that shit home all the time. Like you gotta have a network. And just me being in the entertainment scene and just being everybody's graphic guy and just being around for so long, I built this Rolodex of just phone numbers. Like a lot of contacts in my phone. So if let's say David Banner, for example, um I didn't have David Banner's contact directly, but David Banner with DJ K-Tone, and DJ K-Tone's my guy, so I see David Banners coming in town. I'm just mm. like, yo, can you plug that? Boom, 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 boom. Versus if I would've hit David Banners' manager or something,
0: they probably like, man, get fuck out of here. You know what I mean? Because at that's that time... That's what I've been running into. Like, that's what I used to run into a lot. Was yeah. Like, I, I first oh, used yeah, to you're running artists, into a lot. And then like, yeah. I will run into yeah. problems there. But then I started like, well, maybe if, if the artist isn't working, maybe let me try some of their managers. Or let me let me email the manager and email the tour manager or email the, the, the publicist all in one and see who responds and like shit like that but right. you're probably right it's more con- so And don't get me wrong like
1: yeah i run into that daily still like even outside of life is dope just trying to network and just be relationships to do things and further my brand and my name um but like to go back is we had Rotimi and david banner and some of those names some of the uh bronco players we had them very early so we didn't have the numbers to back us we didn't really have the the crowd, but it was more so me knowing somebody or just people knowing me through the actual brand. So right. two things, man, just networking and branding. Like people that don't know graffiti have seen either the life is dope or the dope brand because the shit been around for years. You know what I mean? Before the podcast, so that alone, people recognize that brand. And they're like, "Oh, you're dude from blah blah blah," and that opens up a conversation. But A lot of times it's really just picking up the phone, man. I'll hit a manager. They tell me no. I'll hit a booking agent or whatever. They tell me no. I'll hit the promoter that might be doing a party that night. And they're like, yeah, let me see what we can do. Boom, boom, boom. But really it's a matter of, all right, who knows this person directly that can be like, yo, this is good people's. Come fuck with them. And that's how every big guest on our show has happened. If I don't know them directly, I know somebody that knows.
0: Damn. So it's really just like, make sure you're like, it's really just not giving up at this those levels, like hitting every single level. If you really want to book that person.
1: For sure. For sure. For sure, man. Like in the the very beginning, people was trying to charge us. People, it was just a whole bunch, man. Like we ran into a lot of uh, situations where somebody be in town and we're just going above and beyond to get this interview. It's like, yo, let's, uh, let's all link up at dude's hotel or whatever. Like it, it just be a hassle, man. Versus just staying solid using your face card and just networking like, all right, maybe I can't get with them this time, but now I know so-and-so brought that person to the city. So let me get in touch with so-and-so. Mm, yeah. A relationship. So next time they're here, you know.
0: Make something happen, possible. But it's work, bro. It's, 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 you're going to yeah. hear a lot of no's. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I got nothing but no's, but I'm like, you know, it's all right. One of them is going to come through. The, the biggest artist I've ever had on the show probably was Dot. Um, I at Chicago, mm-hmm. But it was cool. I think kind of go to what you were saying. Meeting him was cool because he knew he was friends with Carl Correll, and Carl Correll was able to plug me that yep. way, like kind of like similar to what you said. But um, meeting him was really cool because he's also really tight. Like he's from Chicago as fuck, so he knows like the yeah, yeah. whole Pivot Gang and came up in that same era as like the Mick Jenkins and no name and shit like that. So it was like cool. Like it was cool to see. Okay, so this is how it works. So, like people knowing people, and maybe if I yeah. need to one day reaching out to that person, seeing what they can do with who they can put me in contact with. But like you said, that shit sounds easy, but it's
1: hard as fuck. Hard as fuck, and people don't get that because like, like how you just asked me, like a lot of people would see that, and that's kind of just been me throughout, just the various things that I've do, I've done um, from graphics to everything. Like I'll get big clients, or I'll work with certain people, and people like, damn, how'd you do that? Like they wouldn't answer the phone for me. Like I just got this, this mentality, bro. Like I, until recently, like I thought everybody thought like that. I'm just like, yo. They told me no, so I just fucking found another way. You know what I mean? Like, you just figure that shit out. You just keep going if you really want to do this shit. And if you don't, you'll take that no and keep it moving. But with me, it's like, nah, there's not a no. It's just another way to do it. So Mm
2: -hmm.
1: if I really want to get this shit done, I'm going to get it done. And just to go back to the interviews, man, like, you got to keep in mind, too, that your content and, and your show and what you do is a draw for people because a lot of artists, especially, but. A lot of artists and big names don't want to do that shit. Like, they don't want to sit and interview, like, I interview people all the time, but, like, it's hard for me to get interviewed because I'm like, well, what the fuck am I going to talk about? Like, a lot of people don't want to do that shit, especially if they're in from out of town and, uh, you know, they got a show tonight or something like that. Last thing they want to do is sit down and talk to the media that's going to probably clickbait their shit. So my whole thing would be like, yo, we're not the media, man. Like, come through. We set the vibe where you know we got drinks if that's your thing, whatever. Come chill, and we just we're just some regular ass dudes having a conversation. Conversation.
0: And that's exactly what I'd say. That's what I try to pitch. It's like, like it's about conversation. I'm not trying to come here and be like because I feel like these days the, the new era, like the the way that you know radio and other show like that, the way interviews where artists used to want to go to have interviews so they can promote their music and shit like that. I feel like that mm-hmm. that whole art is like different because now we don't care about the music. We want to know about like who's your baby mama. I heard you used to have somebody. I heard you got into a fight, and the artists are just like, what about mm-hmm. this project that I just spent fucking two months on or years on?" Right. And now you going to ask me about right. a parking ticket that I got last week, and it's like I don't want to fucking do right. an interview. Or you just don't care about what I'm doing. You're just doing the shit at the job, and I can feel that and now. I really don't want to do an interview. Mm-hmm. And it's like, damn. No, if I can for just real, fix man. Fix the conversation piece, then maybe it'll feel more authentic
1: conversation and then you got to just keep in mind man like with podcasts and whatever you do just whatever period like you got to figure out how it's going to benefit the other person because you know like everybody has a motive be it good or bad like right i used to say all the time like when i'm chasing these interviews i'm like damn i feel like i'm clout chasing because i need this person with a bigger name on my shit so i can get their followers you know what i mean like yeah yeah and that's my motive so like you know what i need from you What do you need from me? And it's kind of like, yo, if I'm asking you to be on my show, how can I help you? Uh, And whether that be a barter system, whether I got to do some graphics for somebody or whether, you know, I don't know what it may be. But you always got to ask that question, like, how can you help me help you? And that shit really works because most people just like, yo, yeah, I'll do this shit for you, whatever the fuck. Like, go away, little nigga. Versus, yo, help you. You know what I mean? Like, if you could offer something, then there's value to that.
0: Dang, that's dope. I've never i've that's one piece that I've never heard. Was like the part no, like offering something for that, like an, an almost like an exchange and payment. Like, oh, if I can do this interview, I'll do say graphics or whatever. That or just share. whatever you know. Whatever I mean, you can that's, do.
2: That's,
1: yeah, whatever you can do. And if if it's the interview, like you know, like life is dope. Ain't the Breakfast Club. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like we getting bazillions of people listening to this shit. So people, not until later within the you know the show people were calling us to be on the show. But before that we're the ones reaching out. So we can't be asking for a favor and then just be empty handed because we needed a favor from you. Like our little hundred views in the first week wasn't doing shit for somebody that was, you know, selling millions of records. So you really gotta you gotta iron that part out too, man.
0: Yeah, that's true. There's some yeah, people in this podcast and shit is easy when you wanna really take things to the next level and this whole conversation just just shows how hard it is. Exactly. Um <laughs> but let's speaking of how hard shit can be quarantine um the last time i did an episode was with javon and um you know i I was so excited bro like i was like i just figured out what i was gonna do because i just talked to john chapman from lawrence and lammer shout out to john and um i was gonna start using his new space as a venue to record my shows so like you know, mm-hmm. it would be like us talking, but it'd be like back promotion. He'd have his clothes. People want to know what those clothes are. They're what dope, whatever. And and that kind of exchange and things like that. Um, and I was super ready. We did this first episode in Javon's shop where he actually sells his clothes and set it up and all that good stuff. It was super dope, but then the Rona came. And I've been keeping my eye on shit. The motherfucking Rona. Fam. I've been keeping my eye on this shit. And I knew, I knew it was coming. Like, I'll be real. I knew it was yeah. coming. Like, this is the thing that was, to me, it was a pandemic when they were calling it a, uh, What's the word called? Epidemic. To me, it was a pandemic yeah, yeah. before they're calling it, uh, when they're calling it the epidemic. So I was already ready for like lockdown and just trying to make sure I'm all studied up on it, understand what's going on because the news loves to run off of fear, and yeah, they've been sure. doing that shit super crazy. People have been throwing around random facts. And the whole it's super stressful. But um, yeah. So which is why we're doing the podcast where we are now. But um, <laughs> right. How has it been like? I know you said it really hasn't changed. Your life and stuff like that, but I know some things have changed. Like your kids being home, that's a big change. Yeah, I mean, no,
1: for sure. How 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 for is sure. it change
0: for you, and how are you feeling about it?
1: Yeah, I won't say it hasn't changed my life. I think the actual being in the house part is like is what I meant by that. Like, just me naturally, I'm an introvert. Except, you know, with people don't. And let me clear that up, because people are like, no, you're not. You know, you host events and you do all this shit. Mm. Nah, bro, I'm a fucking introvert. Like, There's if a I'm out. Everybody knows when I'm out, somebody's probably giving me a check. <laughs> and that's just being
2: real. You know I mean, I just be, like
1: though. my, my peace. Yeah, yeah. I like my peace. I like to work by myself and all that shit. So that part of it hasn't been that drastic. But then there is the whole element of, yo, what the fuck is really going on outside? Like, you know, like, it's, the shit is scary. But then I try not to just let the fear dwell too
2: much Mm -hmm.
1: but when you hop on social media or or you look at the news Mm -hmm. or you listen to podcast radio and it's all you fucking hear all day you're like okay man like what the fuck is going on
0: yeah this shit's real
1: yeah so i think it's that element of not knowing um i was just saying the other day like this whole shit is kind of forcing us to just realize yo you're not in control of anything right and a lot of people aren't able to accept that so it makes me think about the people that like aren't as strong minded. Like what you might be going through in this in this moment, where it's just like, yo, I don't know what the fuck is going on. You know what I mean? Like, and then personally, like trying to explain the shit to my kids. Like,
2: mm, yeah, you know, I thinking you're about five,
1: that. five years old, you want to know why you can't go outside? And I'm like, I, I don't fucking know.
0: <laughs> you know? you just can't. It's you just Because I Because I said so. Remember parents like I said like, so? No, no, like, <laughs> Yeah, bro. Yeah, but well, I, I, well what, what is the round of- And Yeah, and then you got then you got the whole downward spiral of like questions. I'm like, oh, what does yeah. it look like? What does it do? I'm like, all
1: right. Yeah, and I I can't give an answer because I don't don't know. know. And but there's there's an odd comfort in the fact that the rest of the world doesn't know either. Yeah, like as crazy as that man. sounds, wrong. like we're all in this shit right now in this moment together. So
0: yeah, I think that's what's been getting to me too. Is it like. We're all in the shit together because the thing it's it's just a weird balance. Like with me, I just kinda started getting back on Twitter a little bit, just mainly to promote this and like stuff like that. Um Oops. but it I have to get off I have really what? Alright, so we're gonna take a little break because the podcast stopped. All right, let's try this shit again. I don't know what Instagram Instagram be crazy. Let's see. Alright, let's throw them back in here. Ugh. Instagram gonna mess around make me start using Zoom
1: see man the damn Neuronis man
0: see now my anxiety real yeah. high I was like damn shit's going so good like fuck what up Clark um
1: no but back to what you're saying man. yes just
0: uh I can't yeah I, I have I have really bad anxiety as the past a year and a half Put that on my tombstone. Um, yeah, I have really bad anxiety the past couple of years. Before that, I had super, um, super bad depression. Um, so I have to be really careful what I allow into my mental because anything, even I don't have control over what sticks. So it's like, you know, right. I could be on Twitter and see some shit about, I could be on Twitter and see some some video that I'm not even really trying to watch, but just it's showing up could just stick with me for the rest of the day and i'm like fuck like why am i carrying the energy with me so i have to be like very careful so i've been off of twitter because it was super crazy out there when everything first started and it still kind of is everybody wants to be a doctor everybody has something to say about the rona and and the hospital and all that shit so i make sure i just get my facts from like a podcast that i trust and then just stay on instagram and come on twitter sparingly whatever but it's so different bro like My, um, I work for some, I'm also a marketing coordinator with this company called Snarf Sandwiches. And, um, Mm -hmm. basically I think they furloughed my manager and then put my Mm -hmm. director on part time, but then kept me because I make the, like, out of all of them, I make the lowest amount. And it was just like seeing things when it's like, damn, like, when's it going to start affecting things? What is it going to start affecting? Like. Like that whole shit was really scary and like worrisome for me a little bit, but I just the whole thing I've been looking at, it, bro, was that you know. Plus, my parents are at home, and my mom's like a in yeah. the medical field, child hospital. My dad's, you know, in the law enforcement. Yeah, man. my wife's a, yeah, and so it's just like yeah. I can't let this fear eat me alive, and I can't sit in a place of fear. Like I'm also a very Fears, spiritual man. person too, so it's like I have. If I have fear, then I don't have faith. Like there's no way I can have yeah. faith that everything's gonna be okay if I'm living in fear. So it's like, I have to just wait for this to pass, bro. Like, you know, I look at it like we're living in a part of history. Like, your children are going to be reading history books later on in the future, and they're going to be talking about the Rona Absolutely. and all that shit. Absolutely. So it's just like thinking about no, those man. kind of things. I agree.
1: And like, uh, I've been saying that a lot of people around me, you know, relatives and stuff. I'm like, you know, we can't live in fear, but that does not mean don't be logical.
0: Be realistic.
2: Because
1: when it first started, you know, I'm not gonna lie. I got my jokes off. I was just like, "Yo, it is what it is." Boom, boom, fell into all the conspiracies (laughs) and all that government bullshit. But then it started getting closer to home, and I'm like, "All right." And then you start looking around, like, "All right, damn, people really getting sick off this shit." So the virus side of it, it's like, "Okay, yeah, um, stay my ass in the house." You know, like doing whatever I got to do to to be safe from that regard and letting people know, fear wise, like, "Yeah, don't be scared, but be smart, be safe." Um, but then just on the flip, man, you got to find the bright side and everything. And to me, um, a lot of the things that I kind of been talking about need to happen are happening right now. Um, it's just in a fucked up way. And what I mean by that is like, uh, me and my guys have always discussed like how there needs to just be like a, a reset. You know what I mean? Like, as weird as that sound, it it just needs to be that great equalizer that just levels shit out because it seems like shit was getting so crazy in the world. It's just mass shootings and just racism. It's shit just back to back to back to back. It's depressing. It's fucking sad. Shit is crazy. It's like, yo, what's going to be that thing that just levels shit out for a minute? And and then aside from that, it's like, okay, you got poverty. You got people that's really out here down bad. And then you got the super cabillionaires that just living life on a cloud, and it's just such a drastic difference. Now, fucking Rona's came through, and it's like, zoop, Rona was really like Thanos. The yeah, for real. It snapped. Was the it was a joke like, at
0: first, know. and I was like, oh, this is really No, now this shit's real. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is really Thanos.
1: See, everything that's just surrounding, outside of the actual virus, they said they lost like 500-something millionaires since last oh, month yeah just because you know assets and all that shit people's money is dropping people losing jobs these big corporations um but then you got the people like us that been creating and been struggling and been finding ways to make fucking lemonade out of lemons mm-hmm. our whole lives and now we're just adjusting our hustle you know what i mean it's like all right i'm a tech guy i'm a creative let me figure out how we can get this fucking podcast done or how i could start using some of these apps and it's, these things like that to really you know for, for better market what i do and and further myself so when this is over i'll be in a better position than i was you see that with a lot of these entertainers and stuff communicating you know comedians still doing their 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 gigs and stuff online DJs. Their fans and the, the djs and the beat battles and all that shit like creatives going to create we're going to adjust no matter what um and I think this is just showing the world, like, yo, like, nobody's above anybody in this shit. Yep.
2: Like,
1: I was saying so much doesn't yep. matter all of a sudden, you know what I mean? Like, um, <laughs> on Twitter, they was talking about uh, Taylor Swift's little cancel Kanye party or whatever the fuck, where, you know, they dropped that video of Kanye's phone call. And I'm like, three weeks ago, four weeks ago, this would have been the biggest news in America that Kanye and Taylor Swift is beefing again. We don't give a fuck right now. No, it did
0: not matter at all.
1: And that needed to happen. You know what I mean? Like, I I I hate America's obsession with celebrity. Like, yeah, we're so obsessed with celebrities and just superficial shit and just bullshit in general. We sit, if myself included, we'll be on Twitter and all that all day talking about nothing at all, bro. And I think this came through and just put a mirror up to our face, like, yo, what what are we doing? What really matters? Like, who are you with in these times? Like, what the fuck do you need to survive? And it, it ain't a Gucci belt. You know what I mean? <laughs> it ain't. So, I don't know, man. I think I think that will be the positive. That, you know, uh, just the environment. You know, it's less pollution. It's, it's a, it will be a lot of positives that come from this. But unfortunately, like, enabled in order to, uh, to build, man, you got to destroy. So,
0: yep. shit bro he took all the words out of my mouth for this whole shit honestly like that's super true that's super true i don't even want to i don't even want to say anything on top of that i think that's like the perfect shit about it bro um it's hard to think
1: about it like that but you kind of have to man like you you have to you know like i think it was ho he he said it on the jlc album he's like you know society has to implode and we're scared because we don't know what the fuck that looks like because we haven't been around for that to happen. But a big boom always comes out of all these types situations, man. So those of us that are going to uh, make the best of it, are going to make the best of it. Yep. Oof.
0: I'm not even going to touch on that, bro. That's perfect. Oh, 100%. <laughs> uh, 100%. Right. Um, but before we get ready to wrap things up, I know Instagram kicking us off and shit. we getting closer to time. Than yeah, um, yeah. What's the first thing you want to do when, you, when you're free to do so, when we're, when we're safe?
1: and we can go back and out in public. What's mm-hmm. the first thing you want to do? Oh, um, that's a great question. Uh, I mean, I'm going to have to take my kids somewhere. They in there. That's back. That's lives.
0: not even, <laughs> but, but
1: yeah, aside from that, man, like I had so many damn events lined up, man. Like I'm not even trying to think about that. Uh, my, my birthday's in April. So I always do something crazy mm-hmm. around 420 weekend. Um, but I had so many events that we had to push back. We're still going to follow through with those. Um, and then just fucking podcasting, bro. Like, yeah. um, like we took a break from Life is Dope on the podcast side. Um, I know it's kind of obvious we haven't posted in forever, but we, we transitioned more into the events and the clothing and stuff like that, back to what it was originally. Mm-hmm. And I took more of a production producer role, and just been helping a lot of other podcasts. Um, shout out to my guy, Blake, Popcorn and jalapenos. Um, kind of just trying to position people to for us to to just build a network, man, and really bring all this shit together. Um, so we were doing Wash Podcast. Shout out to my guys at Wash. If you're in there, follow at Wash Podcast. We had a lot of shit in production. I got yeah. like three different shows in production. Some shit I'm still not going to talk about, but I just want to get back to work, bro. Like the, the outside work. Yeah. You know, with I was just about to say
0: that. A hundred percent, bro. Yeah, so um, that's what I'm I think when I'm finally... I think when I'm finally free to do some shit, bro, because um, I, like I said, I think, of course, probably when we do the obvious shit just go outside and all that kind of stuff, but I think I want to go home. Like, I want to go mm. to my parents, maybe take a drive over there instead of fly, probably definitely drive instead of fly, and um, just kind of kick it with them, man. I, I think I just... When you're really cooped up... Yeah, I miss my parents and, and shit all the time, but when you're really yeah. cooped up and you're really away from them like that, and they're out there in the field, and you're at home, you're just like, yeah. damn, and then you just see everything going on, and it's like, like this. that was one thing for me, is I really, like, Joe Budden stayed on a recent episode, he was like, my brother texted me the other day, and was, you know, asking me how I was doing, and he was like, I had to stop and think, because, you know, I've been at home not doing mm-hmm. shit this whole day, with my phone in my hand, but I haven't even called my brother, and I was like, that's, that's what I've been bro, thinking about. Bro,
1: that was about. the realest shit.
0: That was super the real, bro. Because I've been talking to my parents every day, whether it's yeah. a call or a text, same thing with my brother. I've been literally, God, no 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 bullshit, I'll sit there and like play video games with my friends for hours just because like those are like my brothers. I love them. Like, I don't get to spend time with them either. So it's like mm-hmm. getting away from creating for a bit and finding time to just enjoy the things that I used to enjoy that make me happy. Like how can I really right. hold on to the things that made me happy in life during this time when it's super easy to get down and then find mm-hmm. a way to make sure I have that held and then start creating from like a healthy space of like okay i'm happy and this makes me happy so i'm gonna create like doing but things sure. that way so i think going to see my parents would be a big a big thing just to kind of have that that fresh like you know feeling of life up yeah, yeah. my grandparents and then back to the work
1: no nah, man and that's real uh, i'm glad you said that because i left that part of it out the 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 positives that come from this um like, everybody that knows me knows I'm a super busy person. Like, I'm always just on the go. I can't even fucking think because I'm always just working, 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 moving, moving, like, doing something. And I've finally just been able to just stop. You know what I mean? Like, without having to make up a reason or, like, feeling like I'm, I'm bullshitting, like, I can legit, like, all right, man, stop. And I'm a fucking workaholic. So, you know, if there's no design work or nothing for me to do like I got to figure out something to do But now it's okay I could finally finish my portfolio or now I can do this yard work that just the stuff that I wouldn't have time to do so just that piece is needed man and then like what you said when it's crazy that you heard that too I know you listen to Joe when he said that I literally text my brother because I'm like damn man like I've been on Twitter all day I've been watching the <laughs> Instagram live I've been playing poker with my friends and all that (laughs) online. And you know what I mean? But I don't even like, I haven't talked to my family. Like aside from the people that live with me, I haven't talked to people. And like right now is when you should really just get back to your basics. Like, yo, the necessities, like family, fucking peace, happiness. It just so happens that working makes me happy. But it's like, yo, do what makes you happy and just fucking think about what really matters right now, bro.
0: And the funny thing is that it's funny you said working makes me happy because being busy and like, Constantly thinking makes me happy too Like just like oh I had to create this I have I have this idea It's almost a disadvantage cause I'll be so focused on shit And thinking about shit so much That I can't keep My shit straight You know what I mean I'm I'm thinking about different ideas When I'm right. doing one idea But this has This has grounded me To do something That I've been trying to do For a long time Which was just to sit And just be Like don't think Don't Like do Just be Just be still be. Yeah just be still Just yeah, be still just I've been be. trying to Do that And like just, uh, you know, just chill and relax and just really get you together. But, yeah.
2: Right.
1: Oh, I'm trying to You're type. Good. All right.
0: <laughs>
1: there you go. No, but, yeah, man. <laughs> just be. Just be. Like, we don't, a lot of us don't have the chance to do that. And then when you think about it, it's like, why not? Like, I've been asking myself a lot lately. Like, That's now how America's that I have the built. time. Yeah. Like, we're forced to just, consume we work
0: until we die just
1: keep going 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 and it's like why like now this shit ain't even important whatever what we were beefing about on twitter or whatever we were doing like none of that shit even matters yeah. for
0: real yep <laughs> 100 so, yeah. percent, and i think that's the maybe the best way to cap that whole conversation off is just like i said if anybody whoever's listening when you listen to this podcast you know spotify apple or they're watching them live right now just um take that time and check on the ones you love uh take Oops. the time to check on yourself and don't be afraid to just be and just to relax and just to check in with yourself mentally, physically, spiritually. Get that shit in order. Because the last thing you want to do is spend all this time at home, not around people, and go back into the world the same way you came into it. It's, I mean, not go right. back into the world, but go back into the world the same way you came into this moment. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't, I don't want to do that. So, um, But before we get ready to wrap things up, bro, um, I do this thing called The mm-hmm. Prayer List. So anybody right. you want to, you know, specifically shout out, they don't have to be in a super hard time. They don't have to be in a super good time, even though most of us are probably in a rough time period. Um, but mm-hmm. I'll, I'll go first and I'll keep it super short and simple. Um, I want to keep, like I said, family and friends on the prayer list, like the ones I love and the ones that they love. I want to keep them on the prayer list because um, really it's everybody. I'm I i I'm usually like, I want to, you know, very selective and I pick certain people, but I think this has showed me that it's, sometimes it's not just about you or it's not just about your homies. Sometimes it's about other people, you know, everybody who's mm-hmm. in the medical field, on the front lines. Even people, yo, I have the biggest appreciation for people in grocery stores, bro. Like, Yeah, man. We treat them with such disrespect or like a lack of respect. Right. And now, you know, when shit's really hitting the fan, they're still there unloading trucks, stocking shelves, getting people shit. And it's like, yo. Need whole new respect
1: it's a, great, it's a great equalizer bro I'm trying to tell you it's a it's a it's an eye opener for real
0: for sure um who who would you have on your prayer list
1: um so I'm kind of the same way I usually do just like a general you know everybody, which made me realize that things have been pretty good if I could just say everyone um but i do want i want to specifically say my grandma um she's been kind of down, not doing too well, and I know this whole situation mm-hmm. isn't really working out to well for the elderly so i definitely want to put one out for her if y'all can and then um just all my my peers that are like drastically affected by this because you know like as creatives and freelancers we struggle to, just to make rent and we struggle we we're living check to check
0: before you know, this,
1: the period right
2: period,
0: yeah
1: before it is so you know, like uh, a lot of people joke about it and, and laugh or whatever, but there's there's some of us that just really don't know where our next dollar is coming from. So when the government is talking about, you know, giving out checks and you qualify for this and that, a lot of us fucking hustle, man. Like we don't, we're not on no paperwork to be getting no government checks or nothing like that. So yeah. our money is really, is really down right now. So I want to I wanna send one out for all my, my freelancers and, uh, you know, people that don't really have an employment situation right now. And then just all the kids,
0: man, like yes. they don't know what the is going on. Fuck no. <laughs> fuck no. Yeah. I wouldn't want I wouldn't want them to, you know, honestly. Yeah. Like right, the stress right. that I can imagine the stress that it is on adults to put down yeah, a man. kid at that age is might fuck them up for life.
1: Yeah, man. Like this is this is a this is a weird fucking time. Like <laughs> like you said, in the history books years from now, this shit's gonna sound crazy. And we're gonna be like,
0: Yeah, man, we were in there on Instagram like yeah. Yeah, I thought it was perfect. <laughs> I think a uh, Teenie um posted this this meme the other day and it was like have you seen that picture of Elmo with like like the whole doomsday scene behind him and he's like staring into the light and shit like that? Yeah. Yeah. Bro, it was that and it was like um me being triggered when like my son hands me a corona, but like being triggered by the whole shit <laughs> in the future. I was like, Bro, for real, Corona's never gonna sound the same again, bro. That whole brand's gonna have to rebuild. <laughs>
1: Bro, when we were doing the wash podcast, uh, my guy KP was drinking a Corona. Like, I get the
0: fuck out of here with that man. <laughs> if like, I understand
1: that, I'm like, damn
0: <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> This shit's so crazy. But um, bro, I just want to say thank you for doing this, pulling up, Appreciate um, you, and, and, and you know taking some time out just to do this. This is my bounce back from just trying to figure out shit. How can make? How can I make shit work? How will I know Instagram? will fucking shit on me, like. Because at the same time, um, I was saying this earlier in the last one we did before this. Um, going to what you said, this might be a good time for me to reach out to some artists and get some yeses and do some of these. Because they're not doing shit mm-hmm. either. So it's like yeah, man. trying to take advantage of that too. But um, I just want to say I really appreciate you for doing this, man. Very much so. I cannot wait till we're back out. No, at man, GP I appreciate and we can actually meet yeah. up in person, have some drinks, just kick it, whatever.
1: Word, man. I appreciate that. I just want to say to you, man, that stay motivated. Cause like this right here was a big step. Like I know we've been talking about doing an episode and all that. And like we could have easily both just like, nah, man, fuck it. We'll get together once this shit is over. But like we gotta stop doing that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like make shit happen right now, especially Time. right now, because like we don't know when the fuck anybody's getting together. You know what I mean? So Facts. whatever it is you're trying to do, not just you, but everybody listening, like whatever it is you're trying to do, do that shit right
0: now for real facts bro facts so like i said i appreciate it i'm gonna um podcast to the side. i'm gonna edit this show real quick put it on spotify Whoop. and all that stuff um i'll send you links and all that jazz and we'll get shit cracking
1: love bro appreciate it
0: all right bet bro happy anniversary once again and we'll meet hey, up with you soon. thank you work all right later bro how the fuck i got here I'll, i'm gonna <laughs> kick you out actually if you don't mind respectfully all right, good bet. <laughs> bet, And that is it. Um, real quick before I end the show, once again, it's just me now, but thank you for listening. It's going to go on Spotify and Apple probably in the next hour. Um, if you follow me on Apple Podcasts, make sure you follow me on Spotify as well. And if you do, make sure to leave, leave a review saying what you feel or what it's done for you. But um, other than that, we'll see y'all next week, hopefully. Peace.